team. What's going down, everyone? We have another episode of Game Time Excellence, where we talk about your mission, mindset, mastery, and maintenance. Today's guest caught my eye on LinkedIn because she was talking about um, something that not too many people talk about. She was talking about your wellness. Um, how do you take care of yourself emotionally, spiritually, and physically? And I think that's so important because if you don't take care of those things, you can't take care of anything else. And so today we have Carly Carpio, uh, the executive director of Holistically Dope. Uh, and as you can see on her necklace, it's dope. So for the people that don't know who you are, that shouldn't know who you are, Carly, can you tell them a little bit about yourself? Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. My name is Carly Crapio, like he said, executive director and founder of Holistically Dope, which is a company centered on helping people become the dopest versions of themselves, mind, body, and soul. You can't just have one piece of yourself just be absolutely amazing and forget about everything else. We are whole beings, and so it's important to make sure that we're pouring into all of those parts of our lives. Um, my company works primarily in schools through programming to help kids learn about these things. Um, I work with corporations doing workshops, program development to help employers and managers and people become leaders and better team members. And then I also have my own personal clients um, that I work with, you know, in these different areas. Right, right. Now, that's so, that's so cool that you work with kids because I think that's a skill that isn't tapped into because, you know, you deal with um, uh, relationships that, that, that go bad, friendships, romantic. Um, you go through failures, but nobody really teaches you how to deal with those things as a youngster. So you carry that over until, you know, you're 25, 35, 55. And a lot of times you see these 60 year olds acting like 15 year olds, but what do you expect if you've never been taught like how to deal with those emotions? Um, so what made you want to go down this path? Like what, like, how'd you get this mission? So I've always loved helping people and, um, through different, through different areas, like, you know, being a great friend, like I, everything, but, um, I used to be an engineer in Dallas uh, after I graduated and I really love the idea of helping people build their dreams so like you could draw something on a napkin and now I know the software I know the people to help you build it I always mm -hmm. thought that was amazing but when I got into practice of being an engineer I realized that it's less about that and it's just more about making rich people richer mm. on the backs of people who might not have opportunities and I was like oh this is not what God like created me for like there has right. to be more mm -hmm. but I didn't know what that was and so I was already a personal trainer on the side of being an engineer and I was like I don't know what else to do so I went back to school so I went right. to um, USC moved to Los Angeles to get my MBA so I could start a business mm -hmm. and the first day they were asking me what do you want to do and I was like I want to help people they're right, like how right. do you want to help people and I was like with everything and they were just like <laughs> right <laughs> so through my journey I realized like my skill set through my own personal journey was helping people learn to love themselves, which is mm. empowers you to become the best version of yourself all the way around, right. which allows you to find that path. And if we're all on this path, then it just makes the world a better place. So in a mm. sense, it really is helping everybody, but that's how I kind of fell into it. I didn't even know what it looked like. Right. I didn't have a company name. I just knew that I had a heart and a passion for helping people, but I didn't mm. know what that looked like. Right, right. And, and um, that's a, a lot of times that's how it starts. It just starts with a, like one idea. And then, you know, either you decide, do you want to go down that path or are you going to just sit on it and talk about it 20 years from now? Oh, I had a great idea, you know? Um, yeah. And so you're, you're schooling though. Let's, 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 let's take a little uh, backtrack real quick because before we started, you know, talking about this, uh, before we started recording, 
you told me you play sports and uh, you went to a certain school that we shouldn't talk about. But uh, what sport did you play and what school did you, did you go to? Um, I played all the sports. More like what sport did I not play? But oh the gosh. ones that I played all the way throughout school are basketball, volleyball, and track. Okay. Um, in high school, around junior year, I quit basketball because I love track and volleyball more. Mm -hmm. um, and then decided to go to University of Oklahoma, Boomer Sooner, the only, right. I'm saying. Um, <laughs> decided uh. to go there for education as opposed to going to like a D2 or a smaller school for sports because right. I got accepted like to a bunch of these two JUCO schools which mm -hmm. is great but I knew that that's not where my passion was right. and they didn't have the programs that I wanted to for engineering so that's mm -hmm. when I went to OU. You, you know OSU has a better engineering program I'm, I'm just saying uh you know you didn't look into it so you didn't do your due diligence of what school um, you went to. Not in construction not in construction that was the type of engineering that I did so actually I did oh excuse me then. but you know what I'm saying per usual just like football you know there's a lot of things but we can get to that later Right. Uh, you know, OSU is the best program in the state of Oklahoma, but we're not going to go down this path because we have a mission that this podcast is supposed to go down. So uh, to all my OU fans out there, you guys suck. But um, uh, so outside, so you got your degree in um, uh, construction engineering. Is that how you say it? Uh, it's construction science, construction but yeah, it's project science. engineering. Okay. Okay. And then from there, uh, you worked in the field of engineering and then you realized mm -hmm. that's not what you wanted to do. And then you went mm -hmm. to uh, USC to get your MBA. And then after yep. that, what was that process like to opening your business holistically though? Ooh, um, that was a journey <laughs> yeah. because uh, by choosing to be an entrepreneur, there is no set path on what that looks like, right. especially if you're creating a company or doing something that is not really being done or that you haven't seen being done. Like I've mm -hmm. never seen a company like Holistically Dope. Like I see companies that might teach yoga in school or I see companies that might go teach arts in school, but I hadn't seen one that tried to, you know, be there for kids on all these different levels. And right. so I graduated and, um, much to the dismay of a lot of people in my life decided to not pursue a full-time career and then mm. do this on the side. I was like, no, I'm all in. Mm. Like I moved out here. I'm all in. And I was like, okay, well, how am I going to eat? Right, exactly. <laughs> and so, um, cause I think that it's great people who want to have a career and then build their business on the side to keep themselves, you know, um, if they're more risk averse, like that makes mm. sense. But for me, right. I'm not like that. Like right. I'm not married. I don't have kids. So right now I have a rare opportunity to be all into things. Cause it's mm. just me. Right. Like I don't have to think about anything else. Um, and so I started teaching on the side. So I'm a mindfulness instructor, a yoga teacher and a personal trainer. Mm. And so I started having personal training clients and started building up my clientele for that. Like first through USD and then through word of mouth. Then I started working at a local, um, black women owned gym. Mm -hmm. that's down the street from my house she's amazing it's an amazing space um and so that really funded my like my livelihood so that mm -hmm. i could focus on my business and mm -hmm. then i would be lying if i said i had a concrete plan of how everything came together right what really happened was i was just trying to work on it every day i was ideating i was talking to friends about it trying to build out what it could look like then i accepted a coaching position mm -hmm. at this junior high to coach volleyball mm -hmm. that like a friend of a friend introduced me. It's like, Oh, she used to play volleyball. I used to play clubs. So I love it. I was like, yeah, I'll coach. Right. And I was talking to some of the teachers and then the principal of this middle school. And they were like, well, what else do you do? Mm -hmm. And I was like telling about my program and they were like, 
do you want to do your program here? Like, we love mm. you with the kids. You know, you're great for them. You do this. Like, we would trust you to do the program here. And I was like, me? Right, like, right, right. what? Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, of course, I would absolutely love to. <laughs> right. And then I applied for a grant and got some funding. So my mm. first pilot was actually funded, like, by the grace of God. So that's how it started. Right, right. No, that's pretty cool how those little coincidences uh, just open up doors for you. You know, I call it those, those, those God moments, you know, that's how I, that's why I call it. But, uh, yeah, I don't think they're, they're not coincidences. Like mm -hmm. God had to have lined that up for the right. people to meet me and all of that stuff the way that it did. Nothing is an accident. Right. No, I love that. And um, so with this journey, you know, now I'm an entrepreneur. So I went from being an NFL player to being an entrepreneur now. And as an NFL player, you know, you have to have like a certain mindset. But mm -hmm. as an entrepreneur, you have to have, you know, that same mindset and more because there's so many like ups and downs. It's a roller coaster. So, yeah. <laughs> and so for you, uh, how would you deal with that? You know, what's your what's your mindset um, throughout this entire process? And I think entrepreneurs get glorified in society because oh, it's yeah. cool it's risky it's sexy it's exciting but right. what they don't tell you is about the roller coaster mm -hmm. they don't tell you that you'll be lonely because a lot of times people they can be there for you but they can't really relate because they're they're not experiencing the same right. things that you're doing yeah. they don't tell you about how you talk to a million people and none of that works out and then mm -hmm. so you start doubting your ideas they don't talk about how like because you're going 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 like every hour of the day, you know, how you might not be taking care of yourself, how, right. you know, you might be doubting your income or like any, any of these things. And so it was a roller coaster. Right. Um, I realized that I was teaching all these classes at this gym. I had all these personal training clients, but that I wasn't working out myself. Mm -hmm. I realized that I was so stressed because I'm trying to make this thing happen, this dream. I know they're for people, but I'm not really taking care of myself. Right. Um, and so it brought me with a lot of like face-to-face -face moments with God um, and with myself. Like, how can you live this life and preach these things if you're not doing them for yourself? Mm -hmm. And a lot of self-checks. So right. making sure that, you know, I am walking this walk that I'm trying to teach to other people. Right. And I think through that, like through me pouring back into myself, that's really when my business actually started to grow right. and started to become what it was. Instead of just like grind, 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 like, you know, team, no sleep, like all that is stupid. Like, mm -hmm. I think you really have to take care of yourself right. and figure out what it is in order to be the best you so that mm -hmm. you can bring the best you to all of these situations. Right, right, right. And it takes a level of, uh, you know, self-evaluation. Um, I try to, you know, give myself some feedback at least once during the day, but um, every Sunday, you know, I try to like write down, okay, how am I feeling emotionally? How am I feeling physically? Um, what did I do wrong? What did I do right? And if I can fix it, you know, or if I need to let it go, I try to write it down and actually, actually do that. And so, uh, you know, how'd you like figure, like, was it just all trial and error? Like, uh, like figuring out your mindset or is this, uh, you kind of had a coach too as well. Um, you are you asking just for this part of my journey or my yeah, mindset? Part, yeah, mindset. Like now, like like have you figured it out now, or is it still like a a journey of like what's the right thing for you? I think it's an everyday thing. I mm -hmm. think I actually just wrote a blog. Like, there's no right way for self care. Mm -hmm. Like some days, um, working out and journaling is enough. Some days praying and meditating is enough. Some days I pray, meditate, journal, go to a therapist, call a right, friend, right. cry. I do all these things and it's yeah. still not enough. Mm -hmm. So it's a constant 
exploration and I would say adventure mm -hmm. because I don't think that the journey to yourself ever ends. I don't think this journey to achieve this, you know, mastery mindset or just to be the best version of yourself ever really ends. Right. And so I think what it is, is for me, my mindset is a commitment to be my best self no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that is what helps me trial and error, find what works for me in whatever right. moment I'm in. Right, right, right. No, I respect that. I respect that. And um, it is definitely a journey, you know. Um, I, I had a moment for me where um, after I was retired from the NFL, I drove, you know, 19 hours from Buffalo back to Tulsa, Oklahoma. I had bags in my car. And the first thing I did was, you know, I went to the car wash. Like, that's what a normal person would do after driving 19 hours, right? And so uh, when I got to the car wash, you know, I was vacuuming, I'm cleaning it, and, and I opened up the, the trunk and I had all those bags. And I'm up here trying to you know, be lazy and, and vacuum underneath the bag. And yeah, you know, and um, I heard God say, you know, Shamil, this is what you're doing in your life. You're not letting go of the baggage that I'm trying to get you to let go of. And um, that really hit me because I'm like, man, a lot of times in life, you just brush things under the rug, brush things under the rug, and it's still there. And so I went on this journey of trying to clean out my trunk and I'm still cleaning out my trunk. That's what I'm realizing. So I say all that to say like, I'm still cleaning out my trunk, cleaning out my emotional trunk, uh, trying to become the best version of me, you know? Yeah. Um, How did you start? If I can ask, like when you had that moment, like when you, what did starting this journey of cleaning out your trunk look like for you? Uh, you know, I, I, I took some time to figure out, okay, um, what was like really holding me back? So what, what was the baggage that I am still holding on to? So I took, uh, you know, a lot of time I would go on walks, uh, I would go hiking, I went to Colorado. So I just went on this like ex exploration of Shamil and whatever I found like worked for me. So uh, I would go on these hikes and I would just like reflect and I realized, man, I still held on to uh, a coach yelling at me, still to hold, held on to um, my mom passing away. I still held on to um, me being a perfectionist and being, me being afraid to fail. And so from that point forward, I started to um, take Sundays and started to write down like how am I feeling. Mm. So that's kind of how I got on that journey, just reflection. And then how do I deal with it? Uh, I'm still trying to figure out how do I deal with it. So one of the ways I deal with it now is I was about to get to this. So this is the perfect timing is uh, counseling. And mm -hmm. I had a hard time going to counseling at, at one point because there's this stigma, especially on black men, to go yeah. to counseling because it looks like we you're not supposed to do that. But I realized everyone should go to counseling. Like, I don't care if you're healthy, not Everybody. healthy, you should go. Um, and you mentioned that. So what was your, for you counseling? Like what made you want to go to counseling? Man, um, I realized, so I went through a breakup, like right after I graduated and moved to Dallas, got this job, everything was great. And then I went through this really big breakup. Mm -hmm. And but it was affecting me in a way that felt much more severe than the circumstances. Mm. Like it was a breakup. It wasn't the end of the world. But I felt like everything had shattered. And I was right. like, this is not like my reaction. It's like, you know, if you touch somebody and they like when people flop right, in the right. NBA, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. I was like all on the floor and I was like, what is happening? And then right. my mentor was like, I think you should try counseling. Right. And I was like, I mean, but I'm okay. I don't really need a therapist. Like I'm not right. weak or like, you know, all these things. Anyways, I found one um, and I went and I realized that it was all of those, like you said, those bags. It was right. all of those things I was carrying around. Like I was Erica Badu. I was bag lady. I had all this right. stuff on my back. And whenever that one thing like was the catalyst and everything just started to weigh heavy on me. Right. 
And so it's through a therapist that I started realizing that, you know, I wasn't over things that had happened in my childhood, that I was upset with my mom for things that I was upset at my dad. And like, there was just all these things that were very real at the time that I was never afforded any space to deal with, Mm -hmm. to grieve, to let go, to process. We didn't, we didn't even have those words like holding space, grieving. Like we weren't allowed to do that. It was kids. It's like, suck it up and get, do what you need to do. Exactly. And even, and I think even growing up in Oklahoma, cause I'm from there also Mm -hmm. being in the Bible belt, it's like, you know, you pray it away. Just pray it away. Right, like, you right. know, God can't, there's nothing God can't do. Agreed. But right. God also allowed there to be therapists. And yeah. I think we need to use all those tools. Right. And so um, that's like when I realized that it was all these layers of myself that I had to start peeling away. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the cool part about it, because once you start peeling away those layers, you start discovering those lost treasures, you know, about yourself, those lost dreams, those lost goals, those lost ambitions. And when you find that, um, you kind of become like a new person in a way. Um, but yeah. it's, it's always been there, but you know, I like to think about it like this, you know, if you, um, all those bags, if you held on to those bags, five years, 10 years, 20 years from now, you know, how would that affect your life? Would that, ho- would that hurt your potential? What would you look like? Would you look older than what you should, you know? And I started to think about it. I think that's what kind of helped me let go because I'm like, if I hold on to this bag right here until, I'm 65 years old. What will it will it cost me in my relationship with my daughter? Will it cost me in my relationship, um, uh, just in life, romantic relationships, uh, mm-hmm. like all that? Like, and um, that's kind of how I started to move forward with it. Yeah, and it's also like if you're holding all these things, it's like if you're at the store, right? The grocery store. If you don't get a basket, but you're walking around and you're trying to carry all these things, you can't pick up new stuff right. until you either put that somewhere, process it, you know, get rid of it, whatever. But you're literally carrying all these things. And like you said, it, it made me realize um, how my mindset was affecting like my decisions for my career, relationships, why sometimes I might react a certain way and, you know, trip out on somebody for something that wasn't a big deal. Right. And like, it just made me a better person. Mm, I love that. I love that. And so what are, what are some of the other ways you try to master, um, you say your mind, body, soul. So what are some of the other ways you try yeah. to master you? Man. <laughs> I try everything. Yeah. But um physically I love to push myself. Like I said, I've always been an athlete and that's just a great way for me to process really intense emotions. Like mm-hmm. I do everything from really intense like hit and sprint workouts and weightlifting, but I also love restorative yoga. Mm-hmm. And I give myself time to pause and to be still because mm-hmm. I want to go, go, go all the time. Right. But sometimes we really have to and I think it's interesting with all of this stuff happening right now that the universe is kind of like, nah, chill. Right, like right. we still reflect, pause. Um, I journal. I read a lot. I read a whole lot. I listen to um, podcasts and sermons a lot mm-hmm. to help mm-hmm. me. You know, I'm always trying to sharpen my mind and grow. I have an amazing group of friends, like my team, as I say, who help sharpen me every mm-hmm. single day. Like we talk and, you know, we'll sharpen each other, call each other out, make sure we're holding each other accountable. Um, I don't. Yeah, there's just so many things all the time I try to create also which is important and I don't know if people think that that is important or take time for it but like art whether it's like art or taking pictures or drawing or painting or doing different things I think so much can come out when you allow yourself to just create right right creating is big too you know uh uh, I've been doing some YouTube videos and stuff like that but it, it I even found myself like wanting to, that's why I picked up photography. Um, yeah. Like just, it's just something about like being able to create that, that, 
taps into another side of you. Um, but so mastering you. So what is one way you try to get other people to like love themselves and um, I guess be dope? Um, it kind of depends on the person. So um, I guess one thing I always challenge people to do is to be kind to themselves. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they're like, well, what does that even mean? And I'm like, well, if, for example, um, you know, you were my friend and I messed up on something, you're not going to talk to me crazy most of the time. You're going to be like, oh, it's okay. You know, mm-hmm. you have another chance. You can do better right. tomorrow. You can pick yeah. it up. But if we do it to ourselves, we're like, what the heck was I thinking? Right, we start right. going off at the mouth. But if we had people in our lives who talk to us like that, we wouldn't keep them around. Right. And so one thing I do is I challenge people to listen to that narrative, that inner voice in their head. Like, what are you saying to yourself? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you saying about yourself? Right, like, right. what is, is keeping you doing the things that you're doing or stopping you from doing the things that you want to do? And so it's like challenging people to take a pause mm-hmm. and just to really find out and check in where they are with themselves mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, and also listening to that narrative inside of our heads. Right, right. No, I love that. You sound like my therapist, you know. Um, <laughs> Shamil, uh, you know, give yourself some grace. It's, you know, it's, some it's okay. Space and some grace do yeah. wonders. Yeah, yeah. And um, I, that is so true because when, when we do mess up, it's, it's, uh, it's such, we use such strong language. You know, it's, it's like a finality to what we just did. Like, oh, I would never get this right. Um, you effing suck, like you're retarded. Like just this wild yeah. stuff that we would never say to our best friend. And so why would we say mm-hmm. it to ourselves, you know? Um, and so for you uh, in your journey with everything that's going on, you know, I believe in like maintenance, you know, physically, spiritually, and emotionally, you know, which we've been talking about um, with what's going on right now. You know, I see a lot of, I, I'm, I'm part of the, the people I'm talking about right now. You know, I see a lot of people saying, you know, use this time wisely. If you don't come out of this with the book or with the online business, without this, this boom, 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 you know, you're doing yourself a disservice. And, you know, I raise my hand. I'm part of that group too. But I also realize this may be a season of um, restoration and maybe, yeah. you, need to, you know, chill, you know, find yourself, learn your limiting beliefs, learn more about yourself, learn how to love yourself. Uh, what would you advise people to do during this period of time to get back to that? I would say first, stop telling other people what they need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's all of us included. Like, stop. Like, all of us, for real. We got to stop right. because you never know what somebody's journey looks like. Right. You know what I'm saying? We never know because we've been there mm-hmm. when we look like we have everything together. But at home, it is not. We're like in our heads. It is not. Or we're right. feeling down and depressed. And so the first thing is just to check in with yourself, but you have to be honest with yourself mm. and it can't be, can't be like, Oh, how are you doing? Oh, I'm wonderful. I cool. You might be, but really, right. how are you? Like right. you don't have, you shouldn't have to put up a charade for yourself. Right. That's right. so being honest with where you are. Like if you're not happy with where you are physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, like if there's an area in your life that you feel lack, I would advise to start doing research there. So if mm. it's, you know, physically, Start looking up some of these free live stream workouts or, well, I'll say and, not or, and start to journal what that is. Like, what are you not happy with? Right. Like, what would make you feel better? Like, what mm. could, what, what does that version of yourself look like, like, where you would be happy with it? And so right, thinking right. about that, or like your business, like if you do, you hate your job, and now you're re- working remotely from home, and you want to start another job, 
-hmm. You can start to research what that looks like. Right. You don't have to come out of this with it, but we do have a little bit more time. And so it's just using it for yourself, whatever that is. Mm -hmm. I would also recommend people to exercise, to get some sunshine, mm -hmm. to spend time doing things that they love that you never have time to do. So if that's just checking with friends, if it's napping, if it's, mm -hmm. you know, um, reading a book or watching a movie or catching up on a TV show, like something like do things that you love or painting guitar, whatever that okay. looks like for you, but allow yourself the freedom to, try things and to, right. to find what works for you. Right. No, I love that. I love that. You know, uh, I try to, I don't do this all the time, so it, it might sound a little weird, but I try to every now and then uh, look myself in the mirror and say, Shamil, I love you. You know, you're the most beautiful thing out there. Uh, you, you're fine. You're doing things the right way. You're not going to walk. And uh, um, I try to like pray and say everything I'm grateful for. You know, so that's kind of one of the ways I um, try to, you know, bring myself back to center and yes. realize that everything's fine. I, I love that. And that's mirror work. Now you sound like my therapist. Um, yeah. <laughs> and a, a lot of that is like inner child work, but it's mm -hmm. allowing yourself to feel those feelings. Like if you don't feel like you're enough, like allowing yourself to feel it, but then also right. affirming yourself, knowing that even though I don't feel like it, like I know deep down that I am, mm. like I know that I can do this. And so when I journal, like I do a gratitude list, like every day I write mm -hmm. down a few things that I'm great, grateful for. When I first wake up, I'm like, okay, what are three things that I'm grateful for? Okay. Today I'm grateful for my bed, mm -hmm. for my roof like over my head and then because I got good sleep last night, whatever those right. things are, but journaling your gratitude and then also your affirmations and something right. else that's helpful is like saying them to yourself. But also if you write them down, like putting them around your house. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like putting them where you see them so that you're reminded of them constantly. And I would challenge you to move them because if they're always in the same space, mm -hmm. then you won't be able to like, you stop seeing things at a certain point. Mm -hmm. So like, for example, if I always have something on my front door, like I might not see it, but if I, you know, move it like, oh, now it's in front of my sink and now it's something that I see. Right, right. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. Because you do, uh, yeah, I guess it's the mundane. You kind of get bored with the mundane and uh, yeah. you start ignoring those little things that you normally do on a normal basis. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, okay. So I, lo I love ending my podcast with this right here. You know, um, what are three, I guess you kind of did it, but so this is six. So what, is, what are three more actionable items that people can do right now to help better themselves? Oh, what were the three I already said? Uh, <laughs> I mean, dang, you put me I'll just, I'll just restart. Yeah, I'll yeah. just do three, three more. Yeah. Um, so three things that people can do right now to better themselves? Yes. Mm, that's a good question and great place to end. Um, I would say spend more time doing something that you love. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't have to be a business. It doesn't have to be monetary. Like it does like take all the expectations off of whatever it is. If you right. love to cook, start cooking more right, um, because right. it's in those moments of flow. Whenever we're lost in something that we're, mm -hmm. what I would say in my opinion is the highest versions of ourselves, mm -hmm. whatever it is, like when you're, so spend more time doing things that you love at this dancing, spend more time doing that. Right. So that's one. Um, two, Let's see. So one is doing more things that you love to um, challenge yourself to learn about something that you're interested in, mm -hmm. whatever that is. So mm -hmm. if that is cooking, if it's reading, um, I'm taking a free class online right now from Yale. Like they right, have right. readings oh, and nice. it's about happiness. Right. So I just want to learn about it. Right. Um, so, so 
I challenge you to, to push yourself to grow and learn about something. Because mm-hmm. um, I think you can't ever go wrong. And then the third one is to create a routine that helps you fill your cup. Mm. And what I mean is like, we can't, we can't continue to pour out if our cups are empty. So we have to take time to fill that. I can't tell you what fills your cup. Only you know that. So that would be what your routine looks like. For me, that involves, you know, getting at least six hours of sleep a night, journaling, gratitude list, working out, getting some sunshine, talking to people that I love. And that is literally on my to-do list every single day to try to make sure that my cup is full so that no matter what situation I'm in, whether it be business or Mm -hmm. relationships or whatever, that I'm coming from my highest self. Right, right. And I, I think that's the part, that's the part of the podcast that I saw is uh, uh, make sure you put in your schedule things that you love, things that fill your cup back up, because that's so key, because a lot of times we put to do's like, OK, I'm going to go um, go to the mailbox. I'm going to go to the, the post office. I'm going to go to Walmart. I'm going to go uh, make this video or whatever it is. But how often do we put like, OK, I'm going to go tell myself I love myself in the mirror or exactly walk. Or whatever you know i love that right there yeah and how and how much better are those business meetings that you have to do how much better is you know all of the mundane stuff that we have to do every mm. single day whenever you feel good about yourself right. whenever you're right. like you know i did that like right. i woke up this morning and i told myself i love myself i'm feeling good for my walk you know maybe you spend time with your daughter whatever those things are making sure mm. that we take time to fill our cups we often think so much about what we have to do we can get stressed out we might watch the news too much you know we start to lose touch with the thing that's most important and that's us mm-hmm. yeah no f- oh say that again i love that you caught me by surprise with that go say it one more time um that we so often spend so much time looking outward that we lose connection with the thing that matters the most and that's ourselves right that's so true uh i think that's the the i was gonna say something else but i think that's like the perfect way to end this thing is the uh ladies and gentlemen you know uh, the news is important you know not all the news let's let's not let's not let me not say that but the news is important your business is important your family is important but what's most important is you and loving yourself because uh you know like they do on the airplane you know before you put your mask on your child you got to put your mask on yourself so continue to love yourself you know i want i wanted carly on here because uh you know i think it's so important to really uh love yourself emotionally physically and spiritually and get that connected so you can accomplish your mission so you can have the right mindset so you can master mm-hmm. your skills and i think that's so key uh carly uh thank you for your time I, I shouldn't have had her on here because you know she went to ou but it's all good we love you know we love each other so <laughs> um carly i really appreciate you thank you again Yeah, thanks for having me. And remember, there's no wrong way to love yourself. If you're just starting your journey, there's no wrong way. And you can't mess up. Like, it's okay. Try it. And if it doesn't work, do something else. Mm. Yes, don't worry about failing, people. Just do it and uh, have grace. What you said, have grace. You know, love yourself. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, this was another episode of Game Time Excellence. Uh, You know, like, subscribe, share, give some feedback. I would love to hear what you like, what you don't like. If you didn't like it, just don't say anything at all. I'm joking. I, I need all the <laughs> feedback. Uh, but love yourself. Take care of yourself. Y'all have a blessed day. Bye, y'all.